Hello, welcome back to another episode of Nobody is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am one of these perpetually uncertain people. And I have recorded this episode so many times and I just cannot get through it. I think because I don't know if anyone else struggles with the January blues. I'm dealing with that right now. I also deal with insomnia this time of year. And so because I'm not sleeping well, I can't think very well throughout the day. And yeah, so please bear with me throughout this episode. Again, I've recorded this like five times already <laughs> and I'm like, I'm over it. I'm already over it, but this is a topic I really want to talk about. So bear with me. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, I offer one-to-one -one sessions. If you want to book a call with me and talk about these things in more detail, if you have something specific you want clarity on. Uh, I'm not a therapist, of course, as I say in almost all my episodes and my videos. Um, and I also have a, a membership now that you can join on my website where I post weekly non-fiction, like creative non-fiction articles uh, where I explore these topics in more detail. And I'm also uploading my TikTok lives on there now as audio files. So they're kind of like podcasts that you can listen to on your own time. They're about an hour and a half to two hours. So they're, they're really hefty and they have a lot of really useful information on there. I answer, basically all my TikTok lives are just Q and A's. So all my followers will join, ask questions, and I will give answers to all of them the best that I can. Obviously, I don't know everything, of course, just from my own experience. And if it's something that I don't have experience with, then I won't answer that. But I think they're really informative. They're really fun. A lot of people like to join them and, you know, ask their questions. And a lot of people have been asking me to up, uh, upload them online. TikTok doesn't let me upload them. Um, so I figured that putting them on my membership is the perfect solution. So yeah, you can find all that information on my website, KaterinaWrites.com. So <laughs> now that I've gone through the intro... Let's get into the topic, which is about rejection and how I have learned throughout my life that rejection is a good thing. And this has been a long time that, I, that I've gone to. It's been a long time that it's taken me to get to this realization because rejection is painful. It's very uncomfortable. It's it, like, it hurts to be rejected. But I've also like kind of come to the conclusion now that rejection is a good thing. And it also isn't really rejection, right? Because the only reason we see it as rejection is because we tie it to our worth and our value, right? If something or someone doesn't want us, it means something about our worth and that we're not good enough, right? But if we don't tie it to our value and our worth, right? If we see ourselves as worthy, regardless of whether or not this person or this opportunity wants to be in our lives, then it's not really, we're not being rejected by it. We're not being, you know, pushed away by it. We're just not aligned with it. And that's that. We're just, we're just on different paths. So it's, you know, so rejection is really just a perspective, but obviously that's, you know, it's not easy to just start believing that about rejection because if you have rejection sensitivity, it's painful. It's scary. You don't want to be rejected. There's, there's so much associated with that, especially when you have, um, like any childhood wounds around rejection, right. And the feeling of abandonment because avoiding rejection really is just a coping mechanism, right. To be rejected in like the most basic, the the most like the core of of being rejected is being unsafe, right? If you are rejected by your caregivers, you are unsafe. You are susceptible to the dangers and threats of your environment, right? So you don't want to be rejected. That's the last thing you want to do. But as we get older, and now we have more awareness, and we realize that rejection really is at this point, as as adults now, um, rejection has nothing to do with whether or not we can survive anymore, right? It really is just an emotional thing at this point. Now, obviously, look, there's a nuance to this, of course. This is just coming from my perspective and my my lived experience. My lived experience can be very different than many other people's lived experience, right? 
Um, but yeah, like rejection is a good thing. You know, it reveals to you that because not everything wants you, you don't want everything. And that's a good thing because you don't want everything. So not everything can want you. And that balance in life is needed. So I think it's important to look at rejection that way because of how uncomfortable it can be to think about when someone rejects us or when an opportunity rejects us or it stops us from even trying to get that person or that thing because we feel like, oh, well, what if we get rejected? The pain of rejection is more than the pain of regret sometimes, right? So we just don't even attempt to try those things or go after those things because we're like, we don't even want to risk rejection because of how painful it's going to be. But if you start looking at rejection as a good thing, if you start looking at it as something that you do want, which I know sounds kind of crazy <laughs> to to want rejection, but if you look at it from that perspective, to to look at it as I'm chasing rejection now, I'm actually going to go after all the things that I think are going to reject me and I'm going to do it happily, you're more likely to attempt new things that you would have otherwise never done. And immediately you're just broadening your horizons. You're opening up the space for new experiences that are allowing you to, to, you know, bring in new people and new things that you never thought would enter your life. Right. And that's why I'm trying to like, I'm really trying to implement this in my own life. It's not easy, of course. Like I still struggle with this too, but the more I've done it, the more I've realized how, how much it actually works. Like it can be as simple as, you know, applying for a job that you don't think that you're necessarily qualified for. Right. If you go into it with mentality of, you know what, I'm going to apply to this because I want to get rejected by it. Now, that doesn't mean you you go into these experiences um, with the mindset of I'm going to do my the worst job I can do. I'm going to put my worst foot forward. No, you go in as you would normally, um, putting in your best foot forward, of course, like, you know, bigging yourself up in whatever way you feel is necessary. You know, not not selling yourself short, but you're not going in with the pressure of and I have to make them want me. I have to win them. No, you're going in being like, no, I want them to reject me. I want to see if who I am, how I show up is actually going to be aligned or not aligned with this opportunity, right? It is kind of like a weirdly fun experiment. It's something I've been practicing myself. It's it's so fun to like go into a situation that you think the person will reject you or the, the opportunity will reject you and to see that actually, no, they don't. <laughs> it, it like really, it completely alters your perspective then of you and your capabilities and what you can do, what you never thought you could do, but now you, you know, the opportunity is there. It changes your trajectory in life. Now you could be a kind of, this kind of person who, who's on this path if you choose to be so. But had you feared rejection and not even let yourself step onto that path, you would have never been able to have the opportunity to be this version of yourself. You know what I mean? So I think it's interesting to, to look at rejection that way and to recognize that because not everything's going to want you, not everything's going to reject you either. Again, it comes down to balance, right? The balance of the universe. Just because this thing doesn't want you, that in itself tells you that something else will. Because not everything can reject you. And I know, like, obviously people who, any of us who struggle with rejection, anxiety, and fears of it, and have dealt with rejection, it feels like everything rejects you, right? It does feel that way. And a lot of the times it does come down to you rejecting yourself because it goes back to the idea of not putting yourself out there, not letting yourself try to do these new things to ask for the things you want. Um, so if you're rejecting yourself and you're putting yourself in positions where 
your worth is tied to whether or not this thing or person wants you, then yeah, it feels like constant never ending rejection. So I understand that. And I want to be very sympathetic to that. Um, but again, if we're looking at it from a place of, of balance, like the fact that one thing rejects you means that there is another thing that will want you. Right. And again, that brings it back to the idea that it has nothing to do with you and your worth, right? Because one thing that doesn't see your worth doesn't mean that another thing won't see your worth, right? So that means it has nothing to do with your worth whatsoever. Because if one thing wants you, but another thing doesn't want you, then which one is right? Well, they're both right because it has nothing to do with whether or not you're good enough, right? It's just about alignment and whether or not you're on the same path and, and things are supposed to happen and, you know, and flow that way. So it's important to remember that too. And another point that I think is really important because this applies to many of us who are people pleasers. People pleasers are taught that we have to we have to be wanted by everybody because we want everybody to want us, right? That's the whole point of people pleasing. To feel safe, we want everybody to like us and we want everyone to like not be angry with us and and see us in like a good light and all that stuff. And so we assume then that since we're trying so hard to make everyone want us, that we should then be wanted by everybody. And when we're not wanted by everybody, again, because it's tied to our worth, it feels like the deepest, hardest rejection to ever experience, right? And when you're seeing life through that lens, that people-pleaser lens, rejection is the thing that you're focused on the most. And it is the thing you're trying to avoid constantly. And you're bending and molding yourself to try your best to avoid it. But if you were to flip that, on its head. And instead of trying to avoid it, you're trying to chase it. You know, I'm chasing rejection. I'm going to, I want it. You know, it's so funny how when you do start chasing it, you realize that it it's not as prevalent as you thought it was. <laughs> That's the, the irony of all of this, right? The moment you start chasing the thing, it, it, start, it starts retreating. It doesn't, now all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a minute. There aren't that many things or people that reject me. Actually, a lot of people do want me. A lot of people do like me and accept me and a lot of opportunities to find value in, in what I have to offer. But because you're so hyper-focused on avoiding that thing, it seems to always be there, you know? And I don't know what the phenomenon of this is. It's just something I've I've noticed in my own life. And I'm kind of like chuckling at the fact that it's the moment you start trying to chase it, all of a sudden now it, it's not there. Like, where is it? <laughs> Where'd it go? I find it, I just find it so funny. So yeah, I wanted to talk about this because rejection's scary, but it really is not, it has nothing to do with your worth and your value. And the moment you start separating your value and your worth from anything or anyone, the more peaceful of a life you'll live, honestly. And I'm not saying that I've mastered this by any means. It is a constant practice that you have to do. But when I've experienced glimpses of this freedom from tying my value and my worth to people and things choosing me, things are so much simpler. They're so much more easeful and it just makes life in general more enjoyable, right? So I would say that if you struggle with this, try the ch challenge of chasing rejection and see how that goes. See, see what happens when you start actually, instead of running away from it and trying your best to avoid it, what happens when you start chasing it and start going after the things that you're like, you know what? This thing is, this opportunity, this job is not going to want me. I already know. I already know I can't perform what they want, but I'm going to, I'm going to put my resume in anyway. You know, I'm going to put my resume, I'm going to put it like a decent cover letter in, um, you know, put my best foot forward, obviously, but you know, I'm not really expecting anything from them. I'm actually expecting them to not want me and see what happens. And if they don't want you, 
okay, great. Like you're already prepared for that. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really hurt as much because you're like, okay, yeah, that's what I assumed. What if they do? Now all of a sudden you've, you've changed your, your beliefs about yourself. You've changed what you're capable of. You've gotten new evidence and new data points to make a, a different, you know, opinion about who you are. And I think that's really, really important to, to be able to do that throughout life. Because I think when we try to avoid rejection, we get stuck in a specific like box of who we think we are. Because we're just not letting ourselves explore and experience new things because we're scared of rejection. So in our heads, we're like, no, this is the person we are. We're only this. But in reality, you could also be all these other things, but rejection is really holding you back from even trying them, right? And this comes down to like romantic relationships too, friendships even. You know, there's some people that we get intimidated by. We feel like, oh, this person's not going to want us. Like, why would they want me? Or they're too cool. They're too whatever. They're too great. They're too smart. Whatever, you know, whatever self-limiting beliefs you have. Um, chase that. Like, go after that. Be like, okay, I think that this person is actually really great. And the fact that they're even in your head so great that you feel like they're going to reject you is a sign that that person is probably aligned with you in some way. Like, they're a person that you would want in your life because you admire them. You want people that you admire, right? Um, but obviously rejection holds you back from approaching them. And sometimes instead, what will happen is that you opt to settle for people or even opportunities, again, um, who maybe you don't admire as much because it's not as intimidating to have those people in your life, right? And then all of a sudden you've cultivated a life with people that you don't really like. You know, they're kind of just there because you were fearing the rejection of going after what you actually wanted. And that's not a great feeling. It's not great to the people that you bring into your life. And it's not great for you, right? So even when it comes to somebody that you admire and you're intimidated by, consider approaching them with the expectation that I'm going to get rejected and I want it. I want to be rejected. It makes it more enjoyable. Like, I know this sounds almost like um, masochistic to do that, but it, it really, for me at least, has been a challenge in seeing what I'm capable of and how much I can handle. Because sometimes I think there's a, a level of infantilization of thinking that I can't handle this rejection. I will, I'll just die if I get rejected. It's like, you won't, you'll be okay. You'll actually, you'll survive. And you might actually realize afterwards that you didn't actually even want that thing, but you wouldn't have known had you not tried to approach it, right? And ask for it. So yeah, I don't know. This is just a challenge for me to you to give it a try, see how it feels, see what you learn about yourself throughout the process. I've learned a lot about myself doing this. Um, again, it's hard, it's not easy. But I think it's a really fun experience to to try out and learn something from. And also to stop making rejection so scary. Because ultimately, it has nothing to do with you and your worth. It's it's It just has to do with whether or not things are aligned and people are aligned with us. So yeah, I hope this was an interesting episode. I do have a um, TikTok video about this. And I also have like an infographic on my Instagram too, if you want to read or listen to, you know, more points about this topic on there. But yeah, thanks for listening. And I will be back again next week with another episode.